Hey. What's up, Marcus? I think it's time for a royal decree. Let's do this. What's up, Bridger? What's up, Marcus? King Ginger. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So here's the deal. We were in the studio. We were trying to do some work. Try to be productive. Trying. Get some things done. Get ready for tomorrow's show. Nope. And we got this news that there's a bill for... HR 3134. To defund Planned Parenthood. Yes, sir. So we got really excited. And we're, we were, we were going to, we dived into the bill and we said, wait a minute, let's read what it says. Because that's important when you pass a bill to actually read what the bill says. And as it turns out, it's not really that great of a thing. No, it's only for one year, but you know. Yeah, so it, uh, on the surface, it defunds Planned Parenthood only for a year. That's not very. That's not good enough. That's kind of like a. See how pro-life we are, pat on the back kind of thing. But that's not like I'm going to go and bleed over this issue so babies aren't murdered anymore. No. So we want I wanted to read the I wanted to read it. Let's turn that music down a little bit. All right. So you can go ahead and start. Let's first discuss what the primary function of the bill is. So you can go ahead and read part I'll two, read the first four. paragraph. Yeah, and do it, it sounds really good in the first paragraph. Um, it says and I'll it, stop you when it sounds like garbage that it is. Okay? All right. Go ahead. All right. So, first part, this act may be cited as Defund Planned Parenthood Act of 2015. In general, for a one-year period, beginning on the date of uh, the... A one-year period? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Continue. All right. Enacted this act, subject to subjection, no funds authorized or appropriated by federal law may be available made available for any purpose to Planned Parenthood Federation of America or affiliation or clinics of Planned Parenthood uh, Federation of America. Federation of America affiliate or Planned Parenthood Federation of America affiliates and clinics will not uh, perform or will not provide any funds to any other entity that performs an abortion during the such period. Okay. Sounds awesome for a year. Exception. So 365 days of not funding this tyrannical Hitler-like organization. Well, there's an exception, I mean, though. You ready? I don't think you're ready. Exceptions. Yeah, here, here's the exception. Subsection A, shall not apply to an abortion if pregnancy is result of an act of rape or incest, or in a case where a woman... Okay, wait. So, if a woman comes in and says, I've been raped and has an abortion, Planned Parenthood still gets money. Yes. Okay. Not completely defunded. No. Or in the case of a woman suffers suffers from physical disorder, physical injury, or physical illness. That Cert- would, as certified by a physician, place the woman in danger of death unless an abortion is performed, including a life endangering physical condition uh, caused by arising from the pregnancy itself. Okay. We'll leave that one. But let's let's stick with the Rape and Incest Act, okay? Yeah. There's no way to to monitor that, right? So uh, if someone comes in, has an abortion, Planned Parenthood says, this many people were raped, and there's no real way to determine whether or not that, and they get the money anyway, and that's a problem. <laughs> well, Well, I don't know if you know, but about a year ago, Jeff, and Apologia Church was outside the abortion clinic here in Tempe, mm-hmm. and how they failed to report two rape incidents where a young girl went in there to report that 
got an abortion. That rapist was still on the loose and raped another person. And that because was Planned Parenthood didn't report it. They didn't report it. Well, that's because if you have a rapist out in the street, you can get funding from the government. I guess so. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, seriously. I mean, with stuff like this, this is why, this is why, we have to be more assortive. And I'm going to say, I know you're going to disagree with me. I'm going to say we should call our man, our call our senators, call everyone in the offices in Congress and say, do not pass this bill, but you're going to disagree. I would say let it pass, and mm-hmm. hopefully this be the crack in Planned Parenthood's armor and bring the giant down. Okay, I'm going to disagree with you, and I told you I was, because that's incrementalism, and so that says we'll just do a little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit here, a little bit there, but that never, ever gets us anywhere. What we need to do is we need to shut down Planned Parenthood permanently and we have the ammunition now with the recent videos to really do some damage and not crack their armor. We don't need to put a crack in their armor. We need to shut them down permanently. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, that's my overall goal. Planned Parenthood, abortion, outlawed in America, like abortion in general, anywhere and everywhere. It should be in the back alleys because it's murder nonetheless. It is murder. So what we need to do is instead of putting all our time and energy into defunding them for a year in cases of rape and incest, we need to defund them completely permanently in all instances because Planned Parenthood shouldn't exist. And so this, the presupposition of this bill, I would say, is that Planned Parenthood should still exist. And this is not defunding them permanently. This is slapping them on the wrist for what they've done. I mean, they've They've traded and sold baby organs. And so we're going to say, well, we're going to take your money away for a year or make your money harder to get. Yeah, I can see that. It's just a little slap on the wrist. It is a slap on the wrist. We don't, justice doesn't, I mean, like that's not good, that's unjust, I think, to slap them on the wrist for a year. That's why we need to be against it. Not because it won't be, I mean, it will be good to take money away from them for a day is awesome, right? But we need, if we're going to put the time and energy and we're going to petition for votes and we're going to call our senators, we need to make sure that our time is well spent and we're looking at a, a, a larger picture, especially when everything's on our side. And the other thing, too, is because we're Calvinists and we, because we believe in the sovereignty of God, Amen. we know that it's okay to fight hard and lose because God is still in control. We don't need to fight so we win a little, win a little, win a little, win a little. We fight hard. We fight to the death for the lives of these babies. And that's, that's, that's what we can do as people who believe in the sovereignty of God. Look, if we fight hard and we lose, God is still in control. He's still in control of every baby that's being murdered. If we fight hard and we won, we won. With this bill, if we fight hard, yay. One, right. one small battle victory. I just hope... As I was just like trying to explain about, you know, cracking the armor, hopefully that will expose the giant so we can cut it off completely, um, defund it for a day or a year. I will take either, well, I want to completely defund it completely. I want abortion to be outlawed, period. But if this could be the snowball effect to get the ball rolling downhill to completely end it, I'll, I'll, I'll take this as a step in that direction. You know, Marcus? Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you, but things don't ever work that way. Like, it doesn't work that way in politics. 
it's like give a little, give a little, and then the other side gives a little, gives a little, and this give a little, give a little, and then the other side gives a little, gives a little. Like that's just not like it sounds nice in practice. It just never ever works that way, right? Like you know what that just reminded me of? Mr. Smith goes to Washington, nineteen thirty uh, thirty nine film. Go ahead. You know he goes there and he he's a re- replacement senator, and they just give a little, and one side gives a little, the other one, the other side does the same thing. As a politician, he, well, as a non-politician going to politic world, he never saw that. He thought they went and fought for you know rights, and his objective was not backing that down or compromising, but speaking the truth and you know fighting the man. Right, and and the politicians that do stand firm and fight strong are marginalized, like you know your Rand Paul, Ron Paul guys who never take money from lobbyists, who have always been pretty much upright. Uh, never ever get any credibility as actual players and even though they're the ones really fighting for what we believe in so are you still an incrementalist no great awesome i was a devil's advocate (laughs) you're just playing the part guys it's radio everybody plays a character that's how it works and please don't judge me out there people (laughs) so anyways by the way, did you know that you can get all access for seven ninety five a month? Really, seven ninety five? Yeah. Do you know what you get for that? No. Please tell me, Marcus. You get an hour of TV behind the scenes every week. You get a thirty minute TV show every week, and you get a podcast. And I hear very, very soon, very soon, oh. Apology Academy is going to be starting up. So, oh snap! Time? Did you just say oh snap? Oh snap! Like. Apology Academy, I who's think, coming yeah, I in? I think you just ruined your reputation, That's Bridger. All right. I don't need one. <laughs> so anyways, ApologiaRadio.com. You can sign up for Apology Academy. And this has been A Royal Decree with King Ginger and Bridger. <laughs>